0: Jesus, 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 he will, he will, he will keep you from falling, he will show up when you're ready to give up, he will make a way out of nowhere, he will, table for me in the presence of my enemies. He will. the Lord is good, any good and his mercy endureth forever and let the redeem of the law say so. give him a wave offering. Hallelujah! Bless His name. I almost fainted. Unless I believe to see the goodness of God in the land of the living, wait on the Lord and be of good courage, and He shall strengthen thine heart. But they that wait, I said, wait. I said, wait. Upon the law shall renew their strength. Won't he do it, saints? Won't he do it, saints? Won't he do it, saints? Praise his name. Bless his name. Bless his name. Bless his name. Bless his name. This morning we're in Romans. Romans chapter 5, Romans chapter 5. And we're going to talk around the subject, a link to liberty. A link to our liberty. Romans 5. Therefore, being justified, verse 1, by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, to whom also we have access by faith into this grace wherein we stand and rejoice in hope of the glory of God and not only so but we glory in tribulations knowing that tribulation is working patience and patience experience and experience hope and hope maketh not ashamed because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts Amen by the Holy Ghost which is given unto us a link to our liberty. Chains are a flexible series of connected links that are critical to the functioning of various pieces of machinery. And these chains or connected links interface one with another and pull other major pieces of equipment, causing them also to properly function. I remember having my first bike, and if the chain broke, the bike didn't work. Because as small and as insignificant as that chain looked, that chain was pulling everything together. Do I have a witness? And see, God in a spiritual sense has supernaturally linked us into his organic body. And he has saved and secured all the saints of God by linking us, listen to this, to a liberating, amen, love through the power of the paraclete, the Holy Spirit. This Holy Spirit enduels us and influences us, amen, as he links us towards our regeneration and from our degeneration, that uh, he enlightens, enables, amen, and gives us a faith over our filth, amen. He moves our fractures and he heals us for the future. The book of Romans, the book of Romans, one of my favorite books is a treatise of the apostle Paul on thematic thrust, the righteousness of God, how to get right with God. Um, And it was read so eloquently in your hearing, Jackson, I want to thank you that um, Paul says, I'm not ashamed of the gospel, Good news. But what is the good news? The good news is that you don't have to go to hell. Because somebody, amen, paid the price for your sin. Do I have a witness? Uh, he says, for the gospel, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is, amen, uh, this message of the gospel brings on salvation. And then, and then Paul goes into the theme to the whole book of verse 17, chapter 1, for therein. Therein what is the righteousness of God from faith to faith and, and 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 so when you understand what the apostle Paul is laying out and it was said, and if you go read the excerpts of the Jewish historian Josephus, who gives a running account of several things you you will understand that uh, it is It is understood that in the in the seventeenth and eighteen hundreds Yale and Harvard law schools were Christian schools, and they required that you take the Book of Romans before you could get a law degree why Why because the Book of Romans logically argues a case in court it logically lays the case out that that when you when you there 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 are four notable doctrines in this book and 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 he deals with the doctrine of condemnation chapters one through three that the heathen is guilty in verse in chapter one and the jew although he had all the oracles and commandments they're guilty in chapter two and then he gets to chapter three and says everybody's guilty and 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 what i want you to see if 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 you would just take a look Amen of chapter three of, of Romans. It's powerful. We got the Romans road in here and everything else. But in 310 it says, as it is written, are you are you with me? As as it is written, meaning Old Testament, there is none righteous. Now, 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 now notice God God is saying, You're naked without him. There, there's none righteous. Amen. Amen. Uh, uh, and, and then he goes on to say, no, not one. There's none that understandeth. There's none that seeketh after God, meaning you don't come after God. God really comes after you. Amen. They they are all going out of the way. They are all they are together become unprofitable. There's none that doeth good. No, not one. And 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 so what Paul begins to argue in this doctrine of condemnation and one, one, one uh, commentator said there's, there's 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 like 21 indictments against the human race that 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 all of us are guilty before God and hell-bound can can't help ourselves uh, praise God and regardless of our religious religiosity we've missed the mark can I get a witness we have missed the mark and and and, and then he introduces the doctrine of justification Hanging there with me. 322 Even the righteousness of God, which is by faith of Jesus Christ, unto all men and upon all them that do what? Believe. Look at your Bibles, for there is no difference. For all have sinned, verse 23, and come short of the glory of God. But verse 24, being justified. Now, the word justified means declared righteous. Doesn't mean you're righteous. I'm preaching already. It, it, it doesn't mean. From the pulpit to the door, Ain't nobody in here righteous within themselves? God has declared you righteous. Lord, have mercy. Isn't that right? By His grace, for by grace you saved through faith. That that faith is not yours; it's a gift of God through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. Whom God, now watch this now. Uh, the purpose, uh, I, I mean, the, the pronoun, the, the the word whom goes back to the last person spoken of. Whom God. Have set forth. Set forth means the cross. God put Jesus on the cross to be a propitiation of satisfaction through blood, through faith in his blood, to declare his righteousness for the remission of sins that are passed through the forbearance of God. Amen. He's the justifier, verse 26. There's no boast in 27. We conclude that a man is not justified by the law. Can I get a witness? And so Paul's whole argument is that justification is when God declares us righteous on the imputed righteousness of Jesus Christ. So so, so, so you, you, you can't understand this, amen, unless you understand... Accounting 101. When an accountant touches something on one side of the ledger, it automatically changes something on the other side of the ledger. Can I get a witness? Are y'all with me? Yeah. So what God did, God took Jesus' blood on one side of the ledger that spelled perfection, godly righteousness, and moved it to the other side of the ledger where it talks about Raymond Gordon's sins. He moved Jesus over here and then he took all my stuff and moved it to this side of the ledger under Jesus. So right now in my position I'm just as perfect as Jesus Christ. I'm 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 perfect right now. I'm perfect in my standing in my position because God did Amen. An operation by moving my stuff to his side. Lord, have mercy. Mm, You'll get it. And it's not until we're justified that God begins the process of being sanctified. Now he's going to clean us up. I'm sick of these people that think, well, I, I believe in Jesus. I'm saved, but I'm still doing abominable things. You ain't saved. You can't drag a you haul to heaven. Hmm. Lord oh, have mercy. The Bible says he's coming back for a pure church. We're not pure because we live here, we're pure because of him. This process of sanctification begins and it leads ultimately to glorification in chapter 8. Now here, here's what I need you to do. Being a Bible teacher, having taught this for years, there are no less than six laws in Romans. Until you understand each law theologically, you can't even deduct this book. And, 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 and so uh, 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 what, what Paul begins to do is point out, amen, In Paul form, that there is the law of Moses, 10 commandments, 400 some ordinances, And the purpose of the law is to condemn you. The purpose of the law was never to perfect you. For the law, according to Galatians, was our schoolmaster, our tutor, to lead us to Christ. So when we look at them Ten Commandments, we say, you know what, I I, I think I kept nine, but I kept breaking one. Well, the one you broke is going to send you to hell. Do I have a witness? Y'all ain't getting this. Nobody in this flesh can earn the righteousness of God. Are y'all getting this? So, so, so first there's the law of Moses, which condemns. Then there's the law of sin and death, which curses. I got sin on the inside. I was born into sin and shaped into iniquity. So when a baby comes out the mother's womb, it's already stamped to hell because it's a sinner. Now we believe that Jesus made provisions at the cross for infants. We believe that. But what I'm trying to get you to see is that there's another law going on called the law of sin and death. It curses the law of the flesh, Romans 7, which brings conflict. Paul, 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 Paul uses 25 times the word I, the center letter of sin. He said, I, I, I. He's in conflict because every time we try to do what's right, wrong comes up. Are are y'all getting this? Every time I pass this test, I'm failing this test. Can I get a witness? Until Paul cries out, oh, wretched man that I am. I got a corpse on my back. I can't complete this thing. I can't do this thing. He talks about the law of Moses, the law of sin and death, the law of the flesh, which causes conflict, the law of indwelling sin, which corrupts. I don't care how good we live down here, sin is still around. Yeah. Can I get a witness? Yeah, the law, the law of the mind, which fights the law of the corruption. With my mind, I serve the law of God, but in my flesh, the law of sin. Are you getting this? And then he deals with the law of the presence of sin, ah, which curtails all of my efforts. And then finally, the law of the spirit. Romans 8-2, when we get saved and we're under the law of the Spirit, it makes us free from the law of sin and death. Yeah. Yeah. It's in Romans 8-2. So, we, we so because of the Holy Spirit, there's no separation, no frustration, and no condemnation to them that are in Christ Jesus, period. Now, let me stop Paul's part because when they translated this, somebody translated it wrong. In the Greek, it says... Uh, in Romans chapter 8, verse 2, it says, for there is no condemnation to those that are in Christ Jesus. In the Greek, it should be a period. Not say, for those who do not lust after the flesh by the spirit. That's a work system. It should be a period there. I'm not condemned because I'm in Christ, period. Right. Not because I come to church. Not because I treat my neighbor right. Not because I help old ladies across the street. No, no, I ain't got to do with it. I'm only free and not condemned because of him. Are y'all getting this? So when we look at these six laws, we start to see the intent of the Holy Spirit in Romans. And when we go to chapter 5, Paul starts dealing with the benefits of righteousness, his righteousness, his righteousness. We can't earn it, can we? His righteousness. I remember when I first got saved. And uh, I, I would have these long devotions in the morning with the Lord and I would put on my armor. I mean, I, I was really gun-ho. I was witnessing every week to hundreds of people. I'd go to Bible study. I was putting on my armor. I was struggling with my in, inward sin, right. trying to get victory. Ah. Uh, and one day I was in my house and I prayed. I said, Lord, today I refuse to sin against you. I'm going to walk in the power of the Holy Spirit. And I, I opened my door and somebody, somebody said something to me wrong. And in three seconds, I'll get ready to fight. And I learned that we cannot keep ourselves. We are kept by the power of God that leads to salvation. It's here in Romans 5 that therefore deals with justification. Therefore, being justified by faith. Now look what he says. I want you to see this. We have peace. Look at the preposition, with God. Now stop. The peace with God is not the peace of God. You cannot have the peace of God, Philippians 4, till you get the peace with God. The peace with God denotes the war is over. The, the war between me and God is over. I've asked Jesus to come into my life, believing he died for my sins. I don't have a will of my own. I'm, I'm not, as Paul says, just drill a hole in my ear. I'm your bond servant. I'm your prisoner. Now, I got peace with God. There's some folk in the church, they ain't got peace with God. And when you don't have peace with God, it's hard for you to have peace with others. If the vertical relationship's not right, the horizontal's not going to be right. Oh, I'm messing up now. The reason there's so much hell between you and others is because, amen, there's there's nothing between you and God. And, 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 And so he deals with this peace with God. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, mediator, by whom, verse 2, also we have access by faith. Now, the word access here is interesting because peace says the war's over, but access says "Now I approach, I'm able to approach a holy God with my wounds, my worries, and my worship. I can approach God. I can come boldly to the throne of grace. You can't appreciate that word access till you go back to the Old Testament where nobody can walk in on God. God put up a tabernacle for 33 years. That's the lifespan of Jesus. It was a temporary dwelling place. He had curtains around the tabernacle. He had three tribes on each side of the tabernacle. And only once a year on Yom Kippur could, amen, uh, uh, they would tie a rope around a high priest's waist and he would go in with blood of an innocent lamb without blemish. And when he walked into the holy place, uh, to the right, there was a table of showbread, 12 loaves of bread, 12 tribes of Israel. There was a lampstand. Amen. That God is the light of the world on the left side. And in the middle, Lord have mercy, there was an altar of incense, which talked about the the prayers of the saints. But there was a curtain that you didn't dare open up. And once a year, only the high priest could open that curtain and go in and you would see the Ark of the Covenant with the angel's wings touching and the presence of God was in the middle and there there was a seat, Lord have mercy, that had a lid like a toilet and when he sprinkled the blood seven times, seven is perfection, and God accepted the blood, the lid would drop And God would say, your sins, listen to this, are covered for one more year. They're not washed away, they're covered. They're covered, they're covered. They're covered. I'll forgive you for one more year. But Hebrews says in Hebrews chapter 10, uh, this was my trial sermon, but this man, talking about Jesus, after he offered one sacrifice for sins forever, sat down on the right-hand side of God. Only Moses had access to God. Only Moses could go in anytime he wanted and talk to God. God would kill anybody else that tried to approach his holy presence. So when Jesus talked, when Paul talked about having His access, uh, we have access into his presence. Uh, do I have a witness? And this access into his grace, and you know what grace is all about. Grace means you and I just don't deserve it. Can I get away? We just don't deserve anything. We ought to be in hell this morning. We don't deserve waking up. We don't deserve being alive. We don't deserve having a job. We don't deserve being clothed in our right mind. We just don't deserve anything. Wherein we stand and we rejoice in the hope. Here it is of the glory, of the glory of God. The subject transitions into glory. We ought to glorify God for this peace. We ought to glorify God for this access. Can I get a witness? And, 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 and so what, what Paul begins to do is lay out three critical, powerful links of growth towards sanctification. Mm. He says, and not only so, not only do we glorify God ah, for a justified faith, peace, and access, but we glory. Not doxa. Doxa is the Greek word for glory. It means the outward manifestation of God's glory. Man, listen, if if I had been walking with Jesus on earth, my mind would have been blown. He takes James, Peter, and John up to Mount Transfiguration, and he actually unzips his humanity and gives them a gl- glimpse of his glory. And Peter, because Peter don't know what to say when to say it, Peter said, It's good that we're here. We need to make three booths. Tabernacle, so we can worship God and God. A cloud came and told Peter, Shut up! <laughs> you, you just don't know. You don't compare Jesus with Moses and Elijah. Yeah. Moses and Elijah were backsliders. Can I get a witness? He said, Here, my son, I d- I do I have a witness? Do I have a witness? And and, and 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 so look at the three links here. He says, But we glory. Greek word is a verb, kachumei, which means. Praise me and rejoice. And then there's a derivative of that. In kachimei, glory, even when you're going through tribulations. Rejoice when you're going through trouble. Well, wait a minute, God. Because philipsis is the word for tribulations. It's pressure that's not normal. It's it's pressure because you and I have confessed Christ. Lord, have mercy. I, he's, he's saying, amen. First link is there's a link of glory through our tribulations. Hang in there with me now, I'm coming in. But we glory in tribulations also. We don't only glory in justification access come on now we don't only glory in the fact that i can approach a holy god we glory when trouble comes in cuz god there are no accidents there are appointments god's got his hand on all of our trouble do i have a witness and 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 we need and we need to praise him for the trouble lord have mercy Knowing, there's a knowledge that comes out of this course, that these tribulations is working perseverance. Now, now let, me, let me stop. somewhere. God sends trouble, which is designed, it's weighed, it's measured, so you and I don't become quitters. Isn't it easy to become a quitter? I can quit my marriage. Because we had some bouts. Don't get quiet now. I can quit the ministry because nobody appreciates me. I, I can quit my mindset. And and and, and, and that's why I was glad to see, uh, that's why I brought Mabel back up. Listen, let me tell you something. We got, a, we got some babies out here. Men and women. Married and single. That... When they don't want to submit or they, they want to take their ball and go home, well, I ain't going to church, you know. I, I don't fool pastor here. He, he. Listen, you are nothing know but a baby. Your problem is you're immature. Your problem is you want everything your way or you don't want to be involved. That's what babies do. Give me my talk. This is the way I think the church ought to be. Well, God ain't called call you to do that. Can I get a witness? Y'all can get quiet if you want. It's the truth. Got a bunch of babies. quitters. us. Marriage getting a little heat, you want out. How many marriages do you think you're going into because of heat? A whole bunch of them. Do I have a witness? I've be, been married 29 years. I'd be lying if I tell you my marriage didn't get heated. And I at least entertain a thought. Well, Lord, did I marry the right one? <laughs> did I really hear from you? Was, was it you that told me to go up that aisle? And I got a great wife. Which means, yeah, clap. I got a great wife. Which, which, which means if I was married, some of y'all would have been gone already. The heat of marriage, the heat of ministry. Pastors, listen, you don't have the statistics. Pastors are quitting the ministry by the dozens. They're tired of the struggles. They're tired of dealing with people who really need to be in Barbary. Now, the counselor can't say that. Uh, uh, Leroy, you can't say that. I can say it. They crazy. Fact, 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 fact of the matter is we need, we, listen, God says when I finish with you, you're not going to be a quitter anymore. You're going to run this race, this race of endurance. You're going to stay on a track. You're going to have a stick-to-itiveness. You're going to have a commitment to finish what you started. Everything's not going to be comfortable for you. getting everything in one person. Come on now. I'm looking for the mate, the perfect mate. Well, keep looking. If they can't cook, they fuss. They can't. If they can't cook and fuss, they can't do this. They can't do that. Yeah, we, we're just sitting back here, and, and God says, I got to stop this quitting in you, this running from you. James says, count it all joy. I Win you fall, and the word fall means that thing is already calculated out. God has already designed that difficulty knowing that the fire testing of your faith will work patience. The Bible says about Jesus in Hebrews, he learned in his humanity, he learned obedience by the things in which he suffered. My God. Mm. Paul says, I've learned in whatever state I'm in, to be content. I know how to go high. I can eat I can eat prime rib. I can eat lettuce. I can praise God for both of them. Lord, have mercy. Every day is not going to be Sunday. And, 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 in fact, you got to go through some good Fridays when you get crucified before you can emerge risen. Can I this? Everybody wants to get to Easter morning, but nobody if, if any man will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. So stop fussing about everything. He wants to create in us an endurance. Look, 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 look. No, no endurance. 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 We're running this agon race, agony. Endurance. If you think going on April, 30 years of passing, if you didn't think I felt like walking away, you out of your military mind. And I was off at other churches. Yeah, I ain't talking about that. But I, it was, listen, it was necessary for me to hang in to the will of God than to be vacillating all over the place. So God says, this is how I place endurance in your life. I allowed you to go through design difficulties knowing they're going to work out a stick-to-itiveness. You learn to hang in there. Can I get a witness? Y'all getting quiet on me. You learn to hang in there. Every time you go on a job, amen, you can't keep quitting your jobs and find a new job. Your next employer said, man, you done worked 35 places in in five years. What, What in the world should I hire you for? Can I get a witness? Life! In life, you're gonna have tribulations. Don't we have trouble in life? Yeah, keep living. Don't we have trouble in life? Uh huh. But Jesus said, Be of good cheer, I've overcome the world. God's got us going, and, and Job said, When I come forth, I'll be like pure gold. Didn't he say that? God has already extended to you some trials and tribulations that you and I are going to go through so we learn endurance. Well, why do I need to know endurance? Because you can never fulfill the future with the fragmentedness of the past. He's got to prepare you. Lord have mercy. Can I get a witness? He's got to prepare you for what's coming up. Praise the Lord. And that's that's what, you know, I said this morning, I'm going to say it again. I'm military. I spent seven years in the I'm military. I do not accept mediocrity. I want excellence. I, in fact, I want perfection if, if, if we can reach. I, I want excellence. I don't, I don't want this mess around me. It's indicative of a trifling person. I don't want that. I want the best for Jesus. It's not personal. I want the best. And if you try to give me mess... We're going to have it out. I, I don't want that. I want the best in the name of Jesus. G- I want the best ministers. I don't want you up here wearing new suits looking good. That ain't why I got you up here. And if I'm preaching truth and you can't say amen, I'm going to boot you out of here. I don't need you up here. What you up here to be seen? You, you know, you ought to be rallying me on every time I say something that's biblical. Amen, pastor. Long, long as it's biblical now. Amen, Pastor? Amen. And, and, and so, child of God, look, look at the, fir- the first thing is endurance. Mm. Endurance, endurance, and, and endurance. And the, look at the second link. Uh, and patience, verse 4, this perseverance, produces experience. Uh-oh. God gives us experiences, doesn't he? Yeah, yes, he does. A face-to-face encounter. Amen. A a faith adjuster. We, We experience failure, fracture, faithlessness. We experience transformation from sin. We experience a sustenance and a sufficiency. A major part of our walk is to experience divine difficulties. Been there, done that. How many of you know what I'm talking about? See, see, let me, let me, let me get. I said, I said, I said this morning. I thank the Lord every day. Now, how I was raised, I didn't thank Him then. When you look at Hebrews, when you look at Hebrews chapter twelve, it says, "And God chastens all of His sons and daughters." Isn't that right? And without chastening, you are a bastard. You don't belong to him. Are y'all, are y'all getting this? Now, 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 look. Now, no chastening for the present seemeth, amen, to be joyful. I ain't never told my mom, thank you for that beating, mom. Thank you, thank, thank, thank you for that beating. I ain't never said that. But afterwards, it'll start yielding the perfect fruit. Do I have a witness? My mom gave me a door key at 14. She said, all right, here's the rules. Nobody's in my house. Okay, got that. Yes, ma'am, no, sir. Dinner's at six. Nobody goes in that refrigerator at eight nine o'clock. The refrigerator had a curfew. kind of mess is that, doc? How many of y'all know what I'm talking about? You had chores. You didn't let, and, and look, look, in them days when you was punished, that was like going to prison. You had this little hot box room with no fan, no air conditioning, no, come on, come on, no, 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 no video games, no telephone, no internet, no Facebook. That was prison, dog. But we learned how to respect authority. We learned how to be obedient. I tell you about rules and relationship. Rules without relationship leads to rebellion. Relationship without rules leads to anarchy. We have we have we have more rules than relationship. I ain't never get kids going to school. Boy, you better get out that door. <laughs> you better get out there. I ain't never get kids going to school. Are y'all praying with me? So by the time when Vietnam was hot and I went in the military, and here's this. A man with a smoky, the bad hat, cussing and fussing at me. I said, is that the best he can do? I done seen this picture before. Yeah, can I get a witness? Child, child of God. See, here's what I'm trying to get you to see. Help me, Holy Ghost. That is, God gives us certain experiences that stick with us. Ah. I don't fool with victims. I push people. When I see you can't push yourself, I push you. Now, you call me a name. That's fine, but I'm pushing it. I ain't fun with that. In the name of Jesus. Well, you know, pastor's hard, and yeah, he don't have no mercy. I got a lot of mercy. I'm not going to let your codependent butt keep coming up in here. Amen. Using as an excuse. I told Leroy. I told Dr. Bruce Bettner, don't counsel nobody over two times. Outsource them. Because they keep coming back with the same stuff that's codependency. Do you understand? What I'm saying, well, well, you know, I, 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 got a problem. It's, it's December. I got a problem. It's January. I got a problem. It's May. It's, it's April. It's June. I got a problem. When are you going to fix the problem? I got my own problems. Well, I, I sit here and Leroy, Leroy stand. that's our chief counselor. Leroy's a great man. Thank you, Leroy. God bless you. But if you let folk become a victim, they will become a victim. A victim is how you see yourself. Do I have a witness? Uh, child, child of God, hey, you remember Jesus in John chapter five. He, he said, "Do you want to be healed?" Why would Jesus ask a paralyzed man if he wants to be healed? I know Tom Dawson dealt with it because the man didn't want to be healed. Some of us don't want to be healed. Can I get a witness? We keep making excuses. So God says, as a qualifier, I'm going to give you an education. Uh, Lord, I'm going to give you a fitted fixture. And like Abraham, who struggled with fear, he struggled with faith, he struggled with fractures. But at the end, Abraham. Amen, he was going not knowing where he was going until you get to Mount Moriah and the Bible says he got up early. No more excuses, I'm I'm just gonna believe God. It's a growth process. Do I have a witness? We see the self-denial of Moses in Exodus three. I'm coming in, coming in. When you read uh, Josephus, the Jewish historian, he writes on the characters of the Bible. He was a Jewish historian. He studied this stuff out. Moses was a bad boy. He went to the highest schools in Egypt. He learned all of the mathematics, calculus of the Egyptians. He learned about embalming bodies to preserve them for hundreds of years. Moses was so great. That women, Josephus says, would leave their husbands to get a glimpse at Moses. All they wanted was a glimpse right. at Moses. But when Moses went to Mount Sinai, when God called him up there, God said, you might be something in Egypt, but you're nothing up here. Take off your shoes. And you know what God needs to do to some of us? Tell us to take our shoes off. Because we're so caught up in us, we can't see nothing else. Can I get away? I'm, I'm going to deal with that too. Can I get a witness? And, 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 and when God got finished with Moses, here's what Moses said. He humiliated Moses to humble him. And Moses was the most humblest man in the Bible outside of Jesus. And when God got finished with him and told him to go to Egypt, here's what Moses told God. Who am I? He had lost his self-identity. Some of us need to lose our self-identity. Self keeps getting in the picture. Self keeps getting in the picture. Starts to feel sorry for yourself. Think think somebody picking on you. In the name of Jesus. And, and, and when he's about to go to Egypt, he he said, "Well, when the people don't believe me, what should I say?" He said, "What's that? What's that in your hand?" He said, "A rod. That's it." Do you know you already got in your hand what God wants to use? You just don't know how to use it. I'm preaching up in this place, not. And then and then and then the sovereign dependence of Joseph in Genesis 37 to 50. Joseph was linked totally to defeat. They threw him in the ditch, a pit. Now, let's stop. If some of our relatives threw us in a pit, we come out cussing. Remember what you did to me? His own brothers threw him in a pit. He was in the pit. He went to prison, Potiphar's house. He went to Potiphar's house before he went to prison. You know the story. Well, why did he go to prison? I'm glad you asked. Because Potiphar's wife was fine. And she came up on Moses and said, Moses, lay with me. Joseph. Thank you, man. Thank you. I'm messing up. Moses had another kind of sin. Now Joseph. Joseph. Lay with me. And here's what Joseph said. How can I sin against God? And she grabbed his shirt, his robe, and he ran from her and left it in her hand. So she took it to Pharaoh and said, he tried to rape me. Pharaoh said, well, you're going to jail. Now, let's stop. How many men in here would have ran in the first place. That, that's what you got to consider. <laughs> Stand up, man. Put, 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 your head on, put your head on my throat <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm bad. We wouldn't have done no time in prison because we would have ran to it. Amen. Amen. Lord Jesus the pit, Potiphar's house, the prison, and then in chapter 50, the purpose. Here's what Joseph said. Am I not in the place of God to perform the purposes of God? I'm the savior for a whole nation. Can I get a witness? Well, you get that on the way home. That is, God plans an education within us, an education, an education, an education, an education. Look what it says, and patience brings about experience. Now, let's just talk about our experiences. We don't have some experiences, have we? Uh, some, some of our experiences have helped us in this Christian walk. Failure in the past. Come on now. We've had some experiences. And you're going to have more experiences. Amen. We got to be duty-bound. No option. In the name of Jesus, follow me as I follow Christ. I got to show enthusiasm for you to show enthusiasm. I didn't come in this pulpit for 30 years with everything all right. But when I get up here, I got to be, amen, an example of what it means to be committed. Oh man, this thing is deep. In the name of Jesus, we get an education from God by making mistakes, by failing, by faltering, and we get back up and dust ourselves off and keep going, and God says, now, check that, check that, check that, check that education, because it's coming back. Yeah, yeah. Can I get a witness? You know why you more committed now than you've ever been before? Because God gave you an education in failure. God gave you an education in fractures. God gave you an education in, in the past, and now that you know it was God that brought you out, you got more power. In the midst of your precious, Can I get a witness? Uh, child of God, look at the third link. Look at the third link. And hope, verse 5, make us not ashamed because the love of God is shot out abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost which is given unto us. He gives us endurance. He gives us education. Now he gives us enrichment. Now, now, now watch how he qualifies. It's a guarantee. He talks about, and hope, this hope, from the experience of verse 4, this hope maketh not a shame. Listen, saints, this, this is not trickery. What God is trying to get you and I to see is not just your problems, but his promises. You've got to look past your problem into his promises. And then you've got to hold on to the promises as your guarantee. I've been young now and I'm old. I've never seen the righteous forsaken, never seen the seed-breaking bread. The Lord is my refuge and strength, a very present help in a time of trouble. Though the earth be removed, though the mountains be carried in the sea, though the waters roar, there, there is a stream that shall make glad the city of God. I'm preaching to somebody up in here. Can I get up? I'll never leave you nor forsake you. Listen, I have plans for you, plans of good, not of evil, to bring you to a desire end. And we know that all things are working together for For God. Now, what does that mean? It means at the end, it's good for me and glory for God. God's love, which is favor, God's liberty, which is freedom, God's living, which is the future, we're linked to Him by covenant. We're linked to Jesus through a cleansing. We're linked to Him by the cross. At the cross, At the cross, when I first saw the light and the burdens of my heart rolled away, it was there by faith I received my sight. And now, now, Hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. I dare not trust the sweetest frame, but wholly lean on Jesus' name, on Christ, not on Buddha, on Christ, the solid rock stand on the ground is sinking sand you gotta know that you got to be in a place because of your endurance education and enrichment where you can call things uh, that be not as though it already was you gotta look beyond the problem into the power room you got to say Lord I believe you in spite of what I'm feeling Lord I believe you in spite of my failings Lord I believe you in spite of my fickleness I'm going to be still I'm going to wait till that cloud that's the size of a man's hand grows can I get a witness? And the effectual, fervent man of the prayers of a righteous man invails much. We're linked to him in his death. When he died, we died. Don't ask me to explain that. But we were in Christ before the foundation of the world. So when Jesus died, we died. When he went to the grave, we went to the grave. But early... <laughs> I said, Early, Early. On Sunday morning when he got up, we got up, say, yeah, yeah, say, yeah. Three critical links to the chain. You can't make them without it. You need endurance so you're not a quitter. You need education so you're qualified. You need enrichment. Can I get a witness so God can approve your work for the future? I don't know about you, but if it had not been for the Lord who was on my side, where would I be? Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Paul. Thank you, Blessed Holy Spirit. Not only do we glory in access, but we glory. In tribulation knowing that tribulation brings patience patience experience experience hope and no one will come out ashamed for the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts the Lord had to give me some endurance can I get a witness the Lord had to give me some education the Lord had to give me some enrichment can I get a witness How many of y'all know what I'm talking about? He had to add a dimension to my life that I didn't have. So when trials come, I can hold on. Can you hold on? When all hell's breaking out, you can still praise his name. Can I get a witness? When you feel like walking out, you be still and know that he's God. When your children get in trouble, you just offer up prayers. And you trust the living God. See, yeah. He's worthy. worthy. He's worthy. To be praised. Let's stay on our feet. As every head is bowed, your eyes closed. Jesus died for your sins, but you must receive him. Admit, believe, and confess. If you're here this morning, you want to be saved. You want to know you're going to glory heaven, not to hell. Just raise your hand. We'll lead you to Christ. Is there one you want to give your life to Jesus Christ? Bus ministry, you want to give your life to Jesus Christ? Just raise your hand. Is there one? If your hand is raised, come on up. Come on up. Praise the Lord. Come on up. You want to give your life to Christ. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on out of your seats. Jesus died for all your sins, was buried and rose again. Just, just come on up, or you want to join the church for your Christian experience, raise your hand. Come on up. Come on up. Come on up. Come on. Pastor, I'm going to wait for you. Come on, baby. Huh? You. I'm you. All right. Just here. Are you you, Coming in you. here. you Latino? Okay. Where, where, where? Yvette, come on up here. Hello. How are you? How are you? I know, I know, I know. Okay, all right. Well we're gonna pray for you, baby. Is there another? Come on. Yeah, stand beside her, she's Latino. Is there another? Come on, come on, is there another you want to give your life to Christ? Balcony. You wanna give your life to Christ. Listen to me, listen to Pastor. These three links to the chain is what God engineers into our lives. He don't want quitters. You read Hebrews 11, nobody quit. They were faithful to the end. God don't want no quitters. Can I get a witness? It's easy. It's easy to quit. And then, amen, praise Jesus. That's it. Praise the Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And then God wants to give you an education. A daily education dosage of education. Amen. Amen. And then God wants to enrich your life. Now, now, I'm, I, is everybody here, if you're not saved, just be honest with God. God knows who you are. Just come on out. Come on out. Come on. If you're not saved. If you're not saved. Or if you want to join the church. Come on. Anybody? We okay? Praise Jesus. Anybody in the balcony? Anybody? All right. I am so happy. Praise God. See, there's going to be more women in heaven than men. Praise the Lord. Anybody else? All right, can you follow them, please? Follow them. Amen. Thank you, dear. Yep, follow them. Amen. Thank you, dear. Thank you. Praise Jesus. All right, now, discipleship meal is for the bus ministry and people in class and the instructors. Amen? Praise the Lord. Uh, Wednesday night, we have a special call church meeting. Please be here, 6.45. We're going to lay everything out for you. We'll have a second meeting in October. And then the fourth Sunday, I need all of you here in numbers like this to, to, to receive our national president. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Um, let's, uh, it's 12.25. <laughs> NFL today is coming on in five minutes. People will be stopping me up Sir, you got 10 minutes? The answer is no. (laughs) Praise God. All right, let's look to the Lord in prayer. Father, we thank you for the Lordship of Jesus Christ. Thank you for these links which serve to, to, to hold together the chain of events that needs to happen in our lives if we are to walk and serve you. Give us more endurance. We don't want to be quitters. Give us more education. And give us a greater level of enrichment, knowing that the love of God is on the line. And we thank you for what you've already done. Thank you for the souls. In Jesus' name, amen. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor. Is your chain a little stronger? God bless you. We love you. Have a good day.